Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Today, we are doing another episode of the Walking Directions podcast with me, Natalie. Hi, good to see you guys again. Or I guess you can't even, I can't even hear you, but good to talk again. Um, I freaking love Valentine's Day. Today is like, I'm actually recording this on Tuesday, February 14th, 2023, and it's going to be going up here as soon as I get done recording it because I have recently been loving procrastination. It's this fun little thing that I have gotten in a really bad habit of doing recently, but something about having so much to do and like the pressure and letting things build up, I perform better. I I, don't, <laughs> I need to work on that probably, but I've been procrastinating, hence we are literally filming this on Valentine's Day and I've already had the best day ever. I woke up with the sun this morning, went for a hot girl walk, and then I went and treated myself to getting my nails done. That's not something that I do all the time, but I want to start doing it more because I feel so confident and I feel like I did that for me as a self-care act. My love language is physical touch. And so I'm learning different ways that I can give myself love because I saw this thing on TikTok about how if you feeling if you're feeling like you don't love yourself all the way or you're feeling like you need to show yourself more love instead of relying on that from others, the best way for you to do that and feel it from yourself is by giving yourself your love language, I guess, if that makes sense. So, and I probably could make like a whole episode about love languages because I've been really into it recently. And whenever I meet someone new, especially now that I'm in a new city, one of the first questions I ask them, like once we're established, not like the very first question off the bat, but like once it's established that we're friends, I love asking people what their love language is because it's such a good way to know ways that you can show them love. And I think it's so interesting to hear how different everyone is and yeah anyway I'm getting on a tangent here but my love language is physical touch and I'm learning things like getting my nails done or doing like one of those super deep cleaning showers where you exfoliate and use a thousand moisturizers or just like giving myself a hug even just like silly little things like that is what makes me feel secure in my relationship with myself so getting my nails done today was the perfect way to show myself a little bit of valentine's day love um along with moving my body and taking care of my body i then came back and i cleaned out my car which is something that i have not been good about doing recently and i always feel so good when my car is clean especially now that i'm making friends i'm like i don't want my car to be dirty when i'm meeting these new people but now that i live in an apartment complex which i've never done before i've always I've only ever lived in houses like even college my college town there was like one apartment complex or maybe like two or three that you could live in but for the most part it was very like residential house kind of vibes so I lived in a house three years then I lived in a dorm but I didn't really have my car during that time anyway I live in an apartment complex now and I hate going out to the parking lot to clean it because we also don't have like trash cans in the parking lot area I think it's a Florida thing. There's like no trash cans anywhere here outside. I don't know if it's the animals or the humidity or the homeless population, which is very unfortunate. But yeah, I have been getting very lazy about cleaning my car. And so I did that. It felt so good. Came back up to my room, cleaned my room. It is crazy what a clean space will do for your mental health. So I was feeling on top of the world. I laid out by the pool. Felt so nice to get my skin tanned and just like a little bit of vitamin D again for the mind. And then I just did a little bit of work, did a few emails, and I'm doing this podcast episode now, and tonight is going to be a fun night, I think, making some dinner and having some wine. And I'm excited for the rest of tonight. So I wanted to talk in the spirit of love about relationships, 
breakups and ways to love yourself if you are single this Valentine's Day because I've had all three phases at some point and I'm only 24 so take this with a grain of salt but I think I have pretty good advice considering I've been in both long-term and short-term relationships and I went through a pretty rough breakup before and now I feel like I am extremely happy and really enjoy my relationship with myself and for the first time in a I think ever honestly like I can truly say I love myself and that took a lot of work so let's just jump in to begin we're gonna start on a positive note my best relationship advice from someone who is single and 24 so again take it as you as you need it um I think that the most important thing to any healthy relationship whether it's going to be like a short term or a long term or i mean i'm i have nowhere to even like be giving marriage advice but i would assume it carries off over keep your own routine the things that you did when you were single you should still be doing in the relationship because i truly believe that people love you the way you love yourself if you are showing up for yourself and you are pouring love into yourself, it makes it so easy for other people to love you and it makes it so easy for you to accept love from others. It's really hard to accept love when you don't even love yourself. So by keeping these routines, you're proving to yourself that you don't need anyone to get you through the day. You are fully capable of making your own routine and filling up your own day with things that make you happy that you have complete control over. Because at the end of the day, you don't really have control over the love that someone else is giving you it is a great thing and you always hope it's there and if you're dating the right person it's dependable but you really have no control over that it could come and it could go so keeping this routine i really think it keeps you sane and i think it keeps your relationship healthy my next rule two friend dates per week and i think this can be hard if you have a really busy schedule so maybe you know we knock it down to one friend date but being intentional about the time that you spend with your friends is really important when you're in a relationship and I kind of have learned this the hard way because it, when I first started dating my college boyfriend I would not make time for friends I was obsessed with this man and so I would not take the time to hang out with my friends and I acknowledged that you know later in college and I learned from my mistakes but it was my first serious boyfriend and I was very excited and I did make a lot of mistakes so definitely making these friend dates your friends are the people that are going to be there at your wedding you know that man that he might not be but your friends will be standing with you and your friends will be there for you forever and ever hopefully so making sure that you use your time to really build those relationships is extremely important and friend dates are just fun Another piece of advice, um, this kind of goes along with the keeping your routines piece, but find a hobby that only you do. If you and your significant other both play a sport, maybe that's how you met, or you both really like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like hobbies where you can meet someone. Um, you, that's That doesn't count as your hobby, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, This needs to be something that only you do. For me, my hawker walks, I've never dated anyone that goes on a walk every single day. That is my thing. That will always be my thing. And if I were to date someone, I would continue to do that every single day because if so hypothetically you break up, 
you still have something that is yours and a routine that you have kept outside of that relationship that will give you some stability and it's just healthy (laughs) another piece of advice um make sure that you're making yourself happy I i feel like these all kind of are around the same um idea but you have to be the person bringing you happiness because you can't rely on someone else to bring you joy and it will never truly bring you joy like it won't ever fill up your bucket all the way the only way to ever get your bucket completely full is if you're pouring into it someone could be doing all the right things and saying all the right things and it's still not going to have the same effect as if you were able to do those things for yourself so make sure that you're making yourself happy take the time to figure out what it is that you need to do to make yourself happy and i think sometimes you need to take a step back not necessarily take a break from the relationship but just take a night take take a breather take a second to figure out if you are really pouring into your own cup or if you are completely relying on this person to pour into yours it's hard sometimes when you care about a person so much and you spend a lot of time together to not get a little bit lost in each other um so just take some time and some space to figure out what makes you happy that you can do also when you're getting in these arguments which are inevitable with any couple make sure that you're communicating at the issue and not each other i am guilty of this i would like get angry at my significant other instead of the point that we were arguing on and we could have i could have used words that were much less um like attacking or just like getting mad at that person instead of realizing we were both just trying to figure out a solution for the middle ground imagine you both just sitting across a table with a fishbowl in the middle like the fishbowl is what you should be yelling at not each other across the table and my other piece of advice for arguments is it's not always great and this is like such a great area for me still it's not always good to go to family or friends with like relationship or asking for relationship advice now i'm not saying don't like ever tell your family or friends about anything ever and like never get any advice in the slightest but i think that when you're in a relationship your family and friends are not seeing day in day out the way that you guys interact they're only getting what you tell them and so it can be really easy to skew their opinion in one way or the other if you only tell them certain facts or like you know i feel like in my past relationship i wouldn't really go to my friends for advice when it was going great i would only go for to them for advice when you know things were a little rocky so just taking a step back and realizing like do you really need to go to a to get advice because it's going to be beneficial for your relationship or should you just go and talk to the person that you're in the relationship with okay now let's move it over that's really all the relationship advice i have it's all pretty vague i think every relationship's different and the way that people do relationships is different and that's why everyone has like their special person and why we're not all dating the same person it's because everyone is so unique in that and i really don't feel qualified to give that much relationship advice <laughs> because i truly have no idea what i'm doing i am single and probably for a reason so let's move it over to breakup advice this is something i feel a little bit more confident about because i think i handled my breakup pretty well there was things that i probably could have done better but i think for the most part i did an okay job so 
the best breakup advice. If you're going to take one thing, and I'm sure if you're going through a breakup, you've already heard this. But let me tell you why you've already heard this. Take 30 days. Absolutely no contact with this person. You are going to mute them on every bit of social media. You are going to not answer their texts or their calls. And you're just going to take a second. The reason that you need to do this is because oxytocin is released when you're in a relationship and it's literally the chemical that is meant to bond you to this person. And it takes 30 days to undo that bond. So if you're just jumping right back in with this person and, you know, texting them here and there, your brain is so confused and you are just prolonging that period of pain because you still have that bond with the person, but you're not able or it's not appropriate for you to be texting them like you once did. Taking 30 days just gives you a second to go back to ground zero with all of your emotions and maybe you guys could get back together like i'm not saying if if you're in a breakup i feel like usually the first 30 days you're really like you know i want to get back together i want to try to make this work if it's the right person 30 days is not going to matter like they're still going to want to be with you so take 30 days and reevaluate in those 30 days and if it's the right person after those 30 days you really truly think maybe reach out um obviously every situations different but i think that you need those 30 days to chill um and just acknowledge that your brain's like literally going through withdrawal and it makes it a little bit easier when you have like the crazy repetitive thoughts during your breakup or just when it's like it feels like physically painful you had all of these crazy neurotransmitters that your body and brain were like used to you were used to getting the oxytocin and dopamine and serotonin from this person which are like all of the chemicals that make you feel so good and then all of a sudden they're they're not being given to you so your brain can like do crazy things when you're going through a breakup and i think it's just important to find these chemicals again in healthy ways and not doing things like going out and binge drinking or hooking up with people i mean if you want to hook up with people i'm not going to tell you what to do but i don't think that that is the healthiest way and i think long term it could lead to more negative effects So finding things like a new routine, a new workout routine, healthy eating, getting sunshine, connecting with friends, getting like a massage or like a self-care thing if you are fortunate enough to have the finances to do that kind of thing. Finding ways that you can give yourself those chemicals and knowing like it's going to pass. The feeling of like the feeling that you get when you go through a breakup, it, it passes and you end up feeling better, a lot, a lot better. You almost have to pretend, in my opinion, like this person, this is going to sound really bad, but like like they have died almost. Because in, in your life, in your reality, like they almost have your mourning, like that person is no longer going to be in your life at all, potentially. So just accepting that and like taking the time that you need to walk through that and not feeling shameful, especially like it ended poorly give yourself grace and journal a lot i think that that's the one thing that helped me so much journaling and hawker walks i think that they were the perfect combination of i was getting those endorphins from working out and i was also releasing those emotions through journaling now let's wrap up this episode with my personal opinions on ways that you can better love yourself in celebration of valentine's day because you are going to be your forever valentine i think that the best way is by spending a very large chunk of time alone i feel like i really got to the point where i could say like i loved myself and i loved the person that i was becoming when i spent a week alone almost the entire week straight of not speaking to anyone because 
I was in a foreign country where people didn't speak English. So like it wasn't easy to just like walk up to a cash register and make conversation. Like I I obviously spoke to people, but it was very minimal. I was stuck with myself and my thoughts and it made myself appreciate. Like I was doing the thing. I was in a foreign country where I knew no one and I was still able to get myself through the day. And that was extremely empowering. And I don't think you need to go over to Paris to be able to feel that. I think just taking a day where you maybe don't talk to anyone, you know, don't be irresponsible with it. But like, if you can take a Sunday to really just nurture yourself and your relationship with yourself outside of everyone else, I think that the more you do that, the stronger your relationship with yourself will grow. I also think during those days, it's really therapeutic to write a list of things that you like about yourself. I know I'm really guilty of this whenever I'm like thinking about myself it's not always positive like I would say more times than not my thoughts were leaning towards the negative side and you know I didn't like the way that this looked on me or I didn't like the way that I handled that situation so just taking a dedicated space to only compliment yourself especially if you're someone that struggles with perfectionism is so good for the mental health and your relationship with yourself because realistically no other relationship that you have with anyone else would you speak to them the way that you speak to yourself at least i wouldn't i would never be as hard on anyone else as i am on myself and i praise people way more than i ever would praise myself so taking the time to treat yourself like a friend and giving yourself that same love is really really healthy i think also keeping promises to yourself and showing up for yourself you keep so many promises and you show up for so many people in your life But it is so easy to not do that for yourself. It's so easy to not do the laundry. It's so easy to not make the bed like you said you were. It's so easy to not go to the workout class that you said you were going to do. It's so easy to not start the hobby that you have been saying that you wanted to start. It's so easy to not do the things that you know you want to do. But don't, don't make the time or don't take the time to do them. Actually try to do one of those things. And I've like touched on this I think several times. And I'm such a firm believer that keeping promises to yourself is what builds confidence and i think that that just kind of goes along with it like you just have to be able to do the things for yourself that you said you were going to do and go all in with them go as far in with them as you would if it was a friend that you were doing it for if you were folding a friend's laundry you would not like wad up their socks you would probably match up each one and put them away quite nicely so do that for yourself and then my last little tip for loving yourself is definitely getting enough sleep moving your body and getting water you're just going to feel better in your skin. Like you're just going to feel healthy because you're doing healthy habits. And it's okay if you're not perfect every day. It's okay if you got six hours of sleep last night, but maybe try for seven tonight. Do you really need to scroll an extra hour on your phone or will that hour of sleep be better for your mental health long run? Those are all my tips. I hope that you guys have the most love-filled day today. Thank you so much for listening and I cannot wait to talk to you more next week.